0: Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together Bruce and I
1: have written 35 cookbooks. Oh my God.
0: Including the ultimate ice cream book and a book called Cooking for Two Before It Was Even Hip to Cook for Two. Right? And we're not talking about any of that today nope. because today is the Sardine Show. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry to just laugh. It makes me laugh automatically because I think sardines. Well, everyone just tuned out. But no, we... <laughs> everybody loves sardines. <laughs> We've been doing a series of shows about what to do with common pantry staples, and we thought we'd go a little insane today and talk about a can of sardines. And we're talking about canned sardines. We're not. This is not a show about fresh sardines. This is not. For... Ooh,
0: fresh. Deep-fried sardines. Yeah, this oh, is sitting in
1: that. Venice with an Aperol spritz. Yeah, no, this isn't, this isn't your Greek fancy show. This mm. is about a can of sardines, which some people here, including me, love. And well, we want to talk about what to do with that can besides the obvious thing, which is to open it and... And pick them out with a toothpick. And eat them. And
0: then breathe all over your husband or wife. <laughs> nice. Well, you know most canned sardines are actually smoked. And if you – it'll say it's smoked if it's on the, on the okay. label. Um, sometimes it's just smoked olive oil added. Sometimes the sardines are actually smoked themselves. But because they're smoked, they make an amazing zesty sardine dip. This is – no, i serious, I'm serious. It's Insane. a dip. If you like whitefish salad, you'll love this. So you take okay. a three and three quarter ounce can of sardines okay. and you're going to drain the oil out and scoop them out and put them in a food processor. And then you're going to put in a quarter cup of canned white beans that have been drained and rinsed,
1: Okay.
0: two tablespoons of mayo, okay. a couple of tablespoons of parsley leaves, a little squeeze of lemon juice. A teaspoon of capers okay. and lots of black pepper. Why are we using white beans? Because of the color. We don't want to use pink beans or red beans. You don't want black beans. And we're also th- giving it some
1: body, right? we are giving
0: it some body and texture. Yep. Yep. It is an amazing dip. Okay, Trust so me. it it
1: is. It's kind of a it's kind of a revamp of whitefish salad, as you said. A lot stronger. Yeah. Um. We have lately, yeah, and neither Bruce or I. Am. Wait, yeah, that sentence was hard. Yeah, I know that's grammatically correct, and I know my eighth grade English teacher would, would say it is, but it makes me hurt inside because everybody else these days say, Neither Bruce and I, or I are. No, they would say, He and me is. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, <laughs> no one here necessarily. <laughs> necessarily is gluten-free but we've been taking to eating gluten-free crackers lately and they're especially these brands that i just absolutely like i prefer them over all other kind of crackers and i can imagine that sardine salad on one of our crispy crispy gluten-free crackers Yum. with a jalapeno slice on well, top you can it.
0: only eat you can only eat smoked fish spreads, whether it's smoked salmon spread or white fish spread or sardines spread with jalapenos. Yeah. So if you don't, you're an idiot. Well, that
1: was what I think. But there, I feel like I'm Christianizing Jewish delicatessen food. But I prefer it with pickled jalapeno rings on top of it. Mm. So there you go. Okay, so that was our first thing is a kind of a revamp of whitefish salad. And now I'm going to talk about sardines on a pizza. And you may not imagine this. But if you take that same can of sardines, what we say, three and three quarter mm-hmm. ounce, with that same can of sardines, drain them out. Then put them, slice them in half. So you take the canned uh, sardine fillets and you slice them in half lengthwise, not widthwise, but lengthwise. So you have two like little fillet fish fillets. Okay, now lay them on your pizza crust, whole wheat, whatever you're using, doesn't matter. Add some sliced red onion, maybe a little minced garlic, put a lot of Parmesan cheese on top of it. And then grill it or bake it as you would Mm. for a pizza, maybe in a 400 degree oven for 12 minutes or on the grill. So, and then when all of that's done, so you've got your your sardines, you have your red onion, you have your garlic. You notice I haven't used any tomatoes. Yeah, that's good.
0: No, this is this uh, no. is just more like a crispy flatbread. It's like a th- focaccia, so, yeah, kind yeah, oh, of right.
1: And then you come out and make and top
0: it with an arugula salad with oh, a little oil yeah. and vinaigrette on top. Absolutely, of it. Happen. That sounds fabulous. And if you are someone who likes anchovies on pizza, you will go crazy. Which I for this. do. You'll go.
1: Absolutely. I always ask him to double the anchovies on my pizzas because I love them so much. And I love sardines, and I loved canned sardines. And it, it just is a really, really
0: strong-tasting, <laughs>
1: delicious pizza
0: don't breathe on your neighbors. So the next thing is something that I got inspired to make, just wandering the aisles of Japanese and Korean supermarkets. Because oh, when go. you go down the snack aisles, you're going to see you know, things like Peanuts flavored with dried ground squid. and I all. Love s- squid nuts. I, well, <laughs> I thought they'd be bigger. Um, and <laughs> I so, did too. So I came up with this idea that if Do you,
1: squids have...
0: Well, let's not go there. This is a family this show. This is a family okay, show. Go on. Please um, go on. So you're going to stake that same three and three-quarter ounce can of sardines and drain them, and you're going to chop the sardines up into small bits. Mm. Then you're going to toss them with one cup of unsalted peanuts, Yum. two tablespoons of garlic, a teaspoon of red pepper flakes, and a little bit of salt. Right. Okay. So that's all been tossed together, and you've got the oil that's from the sardines, and oily the oily from the nuts. Well, very little, you know, like a teaspoon of it or so. Okay. So, and then that. So you've got the chopped sardines, the peanuts, the garlic, the pepper flakes, and a little salt. Okay. Spread that into a baking sheet, 400 degrees, 20 minutes, tossing once or twice, and you are going to have crunchy roasted aromatic fishy peanuts wow. that will blow you away
1: that sounds like the best thing with a gin and tonic it sounds mm-hmm. like it would be this kind of amazing salty fishy briny mm-hmm. big flavor crispy crispy We're yummy talking big you know can i can i just do an aside before i jump to my next one sure. um People are often afraid of big flavors and I don't quite understand why. Because for me, I want the biggest flavors possible. And it's not because I'm being snotty, um, but I want dark chocolate and I want big flavor I don't want low flavored beer and I want big flavors. And let me interject
0: that a lot of Americans, I believe, operate under the idea that sweet is a big flavor. That the sweeter something is, the bigger flavor it has. And that's not necessarily true. For Mark and me, when things are saltier and when things are spicier and when things have more umami richness and earthiness and nuttiness, that's what gives us big flavor. A little bit of sugar can help that but sweet on its own is not a big flavor to us.
1: Yeah, uh, it's true and it's it's funny uh, uh, when we, we just came off a photo shoot for our latest book and we shot several shots with a glass of beer in it and for those beer shots we always get something like Pabst Blue Ribbon or Bush or one Bush of those gets kind of beers. the beer. best foamy head. Yes, yeah, because the, <laughs> <laughs> the lighter beer the really, really light beers like that they give a really good head and they make a pretty photo because they're very light and effervescent and all that kind of stuff. But I have to to say, and you know, often we'll pour something. We'll pour a little wine in a glass for a photo, for a shoot, or something. And the photographer, or I, or Bruce, somebody will end up taking a sip of it when we're done, as it's going off to the kitchen to be cleaned. And you know, inevitably, I have to say that no one touched the really light beer that came off set because it was—it just—it didn't seem appetizing yeah, to, me to me. Because it's I am also want, warm. Well, true, but I want. Big flavors. Okay, so on that note, what do you what do you got? Big next? flavors. What do you got? I I grew up eating sardine sandwiches, and I have to tell you that I love them. My mother thought that I was a ghoul or a <laughs> vampire or something horrible, some fish fish thing from the sea, <laughs> some, kind of, some kind of alien creature. And you I you were just a little mermaid. I was. <laughs> Oh, maybe that was Ariel. I'm <laughs> gonna call you from now mm-hmm. Ariel. Where do you see my tail? <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, I, I, as a little kid, no joke, I asked for m- sardine sandwiches. My mother would put mayonnaise and sardines on Wonder Bread, and I would eat it with great relish. But if you want to make a better sardine sandwich, there's a way to do this, and this is the much better way. Take some cream cheese you can use low-fat, fat-free, whatever you want. Um, I, I would vote for the real stuff. But okay, take a little cream cheese, mix just a little onion and garlic powder in it and a little cayenne. So a little onion powder, a little garlic powder, and a little cayenne. Spread that on pumpernickel, toasted or not, your choice. Add the sardines and that is a much better sardine sandwich. That does
0: sound great, but couldn't you just use like boursin cheese? You know, that that salty, oniony, garlicky boursin spread? I think cream cheese has a different mouthfeel
1: and I think it has a better mouthfeel. I know, but what if you don't want to cook? What if you don't want to potchki with it? You're not cooking by mixing garlic powder, onion powder, and cayenne into cayenne pepper. No one turned on a stove. No one turned on a grill. (laughs) They opened the refrigerator. No. They had to open it for the boursin anyway. So no one is (laughs) cooking. Let me have my better sardine sandwich. Pumpernickel cream cheese with a little garlic onion powder, cayenne, sardines, and yum. It is a delicious,
0: high-flavored sardine sandwich. Okay. I am in love with another sandwich called Avocado Toast. <laughs> I mean, it has become oh, so ubiquitous. You and, you and every millennial. Supposedly, they started in um, in Australia, in Sydney. I don't know whether that's Didn't true. everything? But I don't know. So know. you know how to make avocado toast. You take a piece of toast, whether it's a baguette or I just a piece of bread, toast. and you cut an avocado in half, and you take the the pit out, and you take the avocado out of the shell, and you smear it on the bread. Some people like to put slices nice and neatly. No. I just want to smash it on the bread. Now, usually Mark and I like to squizzle on um, sriracha on top of that. I
1: want avocados
0: on whole wheat toast with sriracha. But before the sriracha goes on lay across a couple of sardine fillets Yum. the salty fishy sardine on top Yum. of the creamy avocado and then the spicy sriracha that is serious eaten that would be an amazing lunch i mean that would
1: be truly a lunch that you could eat and not snack i mean it, because that's a that's a
0: serious meal you could that would also be an amazing breakfast well, uh, no. It's a big taste for breakfast. No. I like avo toast for breakfast. No, I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry, but we Christians prefer sweet things for <laughs> breakfast. We like pancakes. We like danishes. We like sweet rolls. We like cinnamon toast. That no, mm-hmm, It's your ethnic people who <laughs> like savory things for breakfast. <laughs> I've got nowhere to go with that. Yeah, no, either actually, to be honest with you, the best breakfast in the world is either whitefish salad or maybe this sardine salad there on you toast. Go. That is the best breakfast in the world. And can I say that my Jewish mother-in-law has taught me that the Best whitefish salad is put over butter that you you make toast. It's, with me, it's always whole wheat toast because I like the flavor. It's whole wheat toast, and then you butter it, and then put a it. It should be a bialy, but okay, we'll let you. Well, have wheat toast. that is my Jewish mother-in-law's recipe for how to eat whitefish salad, and it is delicious. Okay, what else you got with sardines? okay what else I've got is that you can make an easy pasta dish and this is just an easy riff off a common pasta dish that is often made with anchovies but skip the anchovies and what, what you're going to do is you want to heat some olive oil be generous with this um you know a couple tablespoons of olive good oil dollop. yeah in in a skillet get it in a skillet put it over medium heat and let it get hot and then add minced garlic and red pepper flakes this is to taste just get guess um mm-hmm. you know if i were doing it I would have maybe a, a tablespoon of minced garlic you might have a less or a little more i would probably have a i would probably have a teaspoon of red pepper flakes you might have less it doesn't matter what you want to do is get that in the olive oil of flavor it's going to take about a minute when you uh get it in the pan if the olive oil is hot and then you take that three and three quarter ounce can of sardines you drain them you chop them you've done this in advance of course and you add those chopped sardines to that in, oh, to the garlic and chili flakes in the, olive oil. In, the, mm. in the old classic you would mm. add anchovies at this point but do it with the sardines. Yep. And so, put it in there and let that go around a bit. And now, this is a little bit of a trick point, but you're going to add a cup of white wine, and you've got a fair amount of oil in that skillet, so it may splatter. So yeah, yeah, what you want to cool. do is pour it from the side of the skillet, and, you know, let it get in there, and it's going to bubble a little. That's okay. Keep it bubbling, high heat, boil away, baby. boil away till it's about two minutes, till the thing is reduced to about half of its volume. Mm-hmm. You just want to, all you want to do is toss a lap, just pour that over cooked and drained pasta, like spaghetti, linguine, fettuccine. Can't you use like ziti too? Wouldn't it work with pen I guess. I ziti? like the noodle okay. idea because I like this. I think this is a noodle kind yeah. of thing. And you toss that really well and then top it up with, it up with chopped fresh parsley oh, and yeah. grated parmesan if you'd like.
0: Oh, the grated parmesan is great. I think we've had something like this in Italy where they also put breadcrumbs in it. Yes, of course. And that's very traditional to have yes, breadcrumbs as well. So if you want to get some seasoned toasted breadcrumbs, those would be wonderful to toss them with the parsley.
1: That's right right and mm-hmm. so that's it let me just go over that again so um, a generous amount of olive oil like a, like 2 tablespoons some garlic red pepper flakes heat it up Get aromatic, add your chopped, drained uh, sardines, then add a cup of white wine. Go with good white wine, get a Pinot Grigio. They'll drink the rest anyway. Boil it down until it's reduced by about half, add it to pasta. I'd say that goes for about eight ounces of pasta, of linguine, fettuccine, and then top it with parsley and parmesan. Yum. It's really, honestly, an easy, easy, big flavor dinner.
0: And you could have for breakfast. <laughs> on your apple danish okay now another now you cannot tell me that this next one is not breakfast because i know you love it it's called good old eggs locks, and onions right so if you've never had eggs locks, and onions basically you saute chopped up onions and a lot of butter Mm -hmm. and then you Put your beaten up eggs in there to make the scrambled eggs. And as they're scrambling. And then you use it to top a waffle with syrup. (laughs) And then as they're scrambling, (laughs) just before they're done, you put in a whole bunch of chopped up smoked salmon. And that becomes your eggs, lox, and onions. It's a Jewish classic. It's It's fabulous. Now, imagine substituting canned Drain chopped up sardines for the smoked salmon. I think it would be delicious. You fry up the onions and butter. And I would actually at this point put the sardines in with the onions and butter to warm them up. I don't do that with the smoked salmon because I don't want it to cook through too much. But I would put the um and I would put the sardines in with the butter and the onions. Then when they were all warmed, warmed up, you put the beaten eggs in. Just stir it till you have scrambled eggs with the fish and the onions in there. It is a killer breakfast. Except it needs one thing. Right. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of ground black yes, pepper. Yes, it does. No salt because the fish is salty enough. Right. But you um, you need a lot of black pepper.
1: That would be also a spectacular dinner with a little
0: green salad on the side, with a little arugula
1: salad, white Oh, and a big and red.
0: Sardinian red wine. And
1: a big glass of Sardinian red or Sicilian red. That would be so
0: tasty. So what are you going to take us out with?
1: So this is a little over the top, and it's a little insane. Um, And it's more like a lunch, maybe. But think about sardine escabeche. If you don't know what escabeche is, escabeche is a uh, raw fish dish that's got a cooked sauce poured over it. Very vinegary, very briny. Um, and the, this hot sauce cooks it. Well, of course, you don't really need that much hot sauce. These are canned sardines after all. But still, in a saucepan, bring all of the following to a simmer. A cup of white wine vinegar. Don't use white distilled vinegar. White wine vinegar and then some red onion, thinly sliced red onion. I'd say a quarter cup of thinly sliced red onion but go with your heart. And a quarter cup of drained, jarred, chopped pimentos. Um, so you just buy the drained pimentos and you want about a quarter cup of that. A little bit of sugar a little bit of fennel seeds a little bit of dried thyme some salt and pepper you bring all of that to a simmer then you lay your sardines from your drained and chopped up sardines from your can in a bowl kind of spread them out a bit in a bowl pour that sauce over the top of them
0: oh like a marinade it's just like a vinegary Mm -hmm. herbed marinade that you're pouring Mm -hmm. over those canned sardines you
1: (sighs) cover it and you refrigerate it and you break out those pita chips oh and you don't look back. You refrigerated about six yeah. hours. Even you can do it up to two days. Oh, that's so great.
0: You had white wine vinegar, onion, pimento, sugar, fennel seeds, thyme, salt and pepper over the sardines. That yeah. sounds fabulous.
1: It would be a great scoop. With a, mm-hmm. p- with a pita chip. Oh, um, you want to make this for your deck this summer for when your friends come mm-hmm. over, and then you want to serve them a really good, I seem to be on gin and tonics, a really <laughs> good gin and tonic, which for me has about eight ounces of gin and about half an ounce of tonic in it, and <laughs> a big wedge of lemon. It's It would be a fabulous deck food item.
0: Now, when you're buying canned sardines, you yes. can go to the supermarket and just buy standard old canned sardines, or yes. you can look for some higher end stuff. We discovered really amazing Portuguese tinned sardines and other fish at a, at a wine bar in Boston called Hail. Henry, yeah. And the woman who owned it used to live in Portugal. And when she came back to the States, she discovered she couldn't get any of this tinned fish anymore, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. And so she began her own importing business. And Hale. Henry has a beautiful Portuguese and Mediterranean wine program. And the crazy thing about Hale. Henry, if you actually go there in Boston, is they let you order a bottle and drink half of it, and then only charge you for it, and they, they, they re-stopper it and put it aside. So you can actually go through a couple half bottles in the course of an evening, as we did. And they serve all of this tin fish. But even better, if you go to Hale. Henry, and that's hail period Henry yeah. if you go to their website Henry, you can order any of their tinned fish and i want to tell you that it is totally worth it the sardines packed in in pimentos and chili oil the, the, the this the fish is so
0: fine if you're not used to it you'll be in for a little sticker shock because rather than the 2.99 that you'll right. pay for some tin sardines in Safeway you're going to be paying 9 10 15 17 for a tin of sardines right. They are pricey. They are amazing. It's it's like the difference between you know, drinking, um, you know, cheap sparkling wine and good champagne.
1: Yeah, it is. And, you know, so do this for a celebration. If you've got a celebration coming up this summer, um, a socially distanced proper celebration in which you're going to be apart but with your friends on the deck, this would be a great thing to order. And serve it like they do in at Henry. That is, they open the tins, they put them on a slate board, and they open a bag of potato chips and put it next to it. it sounds good to me.
0: <laughs> and that's the easy way to serve it. And That was our sardine show. If you enjoyed it and you like Cooking with Bruce and Mark, please give us a great rating. Give us five stars. Tell other people about us. No matter where you get your podcast from, subscribe and you won't miss a single episode.
1: And check us out on social media, as I always say, on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, where they're under our own names. Bruce is on Instagram as Bruce A. Weinstein. We would love to connect with you. There's a Facebook page for Cooking with Bruce and Mark, but you can also just connect with us personally. We'd love to hear about you and share more. with you on the next episode
0: of Cooking with Prison Mark.